Welcome to The Awakening Podcast, where we have truth-tellers and not whistleblowers, where we have facts and not conspiracy theories, the podcast with solutions, and you can find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. Today, I've got my good friend Chris Rain of Mind Wars back, and we're going to talk about something moonshot. Hi, Chris. <laughs> How you doing, Roy? Great to be back again. Excellent. Um, what I'm just going to touch on today, basically, is just a couple of minutes on something that got leaked recently, and what is called is Operation Moonshot, which got leaked to the BMJ, which is the British Medical Journal. And so that's basically, it's basically what is a government document. Um, strangely enough, it got published on September the 11th, so take what you want of that itself. Um, and what it consists of, basically, is that um, what the British government have basically entailed or want to roll out um, for the following year, and specifically early 2021. And what it's doing is basically the government have invested um, 100 billion uh, into this Operation Moonshot itself. So the idea behind it basically is by early 2021 that they want to have um, mass surveillance, um, total control pretty much of the population in the sense that they want to roll out all this testing um, across the UK. The 100 billion that they invested, what they're doing is basically they're going to try and do 10 million people per day uh, testing. So pretty much you have 65 plus million people in the UK and they reckon within one week that they'll have the whole population tested. How are they going to do that on a practicality basis? Nobody knows, but this is what they have in the documents itself. And what it will do basically is, so they'll also try to introduce basically a digital passport. Um, it says they reckon the digital passport will be done via an app on your phone. And what that will entail basically is that um, if you, for some reason, basically digital passport will show up. And if you want to go into the likes of, say, a football stadium, be it a live music venue, or be it, say, you want to travel, well, if you have this digital passport app on your phone, it basically shows that you showed negative or positive. And in simple terms, obviously, if you show negative, um, you can, you know, you can go ahead with yourself. You can be allowed access to the venue um, and you can be allowed access on a flight. If it has positive, obviously, it's a, it's a no entry system. So it's what they're doing is is. Incredible incredible and um, what they're trying to do to the population um, for the year ahead um, and obviously what they're using of course is the is the famous PCR test as we know that's been used for COVID-19 worldwide and um, which does not test for uh, COVID-19 as Kerry Mullis the inventor himself uh, back in the 80s who brought this test around has said it's not to be tested for infectious diseases and unfortunately um, he died last year but I know if he was around today watching a lot of his videos and stuff he would be totally against all this kind of stuff that his test is being used for something that does not test for the, the so-called uh, virus that's supposed to be out there so that's the situation um with that and they also said besides the pcr test that they're going to include more tests and they said um more testing equipment so but the funny part was in, in the document it actually says that the other testing equipment that they're going to introduce they've actually admitted to say that it's not going to be um as good as the pcr tests i mean but the pcr test itself i mean how lower can you actually get and they're actually admitting this inside in the actual journals themselves so that's what the kind of the Operation Moonshot kind of uh, the gist of it kind of consists of for next year that they're going to roll out. And if anybody wants to look at the documents itself, they can find it on bmj.com. And you can actually see all the documentation yourself. That's only an over, a slight overview as to what's kind of ahead. But I think it's very important that the population knows it's been rolled out because not many people even know that Operation Moonshot exists. So that's kind of my little um, brief analysis on that. Well, for the day. Like, I mean, because I'm conscious of that is in operation already in China. I, I, I think they're going to do that all over the world because I even see it in much in Poland. The cameras have just appeared everywhere. I mean, I see the 5G towers appearing everywhere. That's all kind of in cahoots that they have the service for that. But mm. maybe because, I mean, you're aware of the China situation as well. Like I heard people can't even go on planes. They can't go on public transport. And it's it's not as if 
you have been a thief or anything. It's just they determine that, you know, you've done something wrong, the government. Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, that if anybody's not aware of that, please check out the China Social Credit Score System. Some people that have heard of it think, oh, that's, it's China, it's bad, it's just over in China. Unfortunately not. It's massively sweeping across the West um, as we speak at the moment. It's, all, it's here in place, a lot of it already at the moment that people want, are not even aware about. But people are also unaware of that millions of people as we speak at the moment over in China literally can't leave their own apartment because they haven't been a, you know, a good buyer, or a good citizen today, because, and it's not that they're a criminal or anything like that. It's basically things like um, a simple example for, for crossing, the, crossing the road, or as they call it in the States, jaywalking. If the light was red and somebody crossed the, the road, well, the actual facial recognition camera that's on the other side will actually pick you up. And within minutes, it's able to pinpoint who you are, what you are, your address and where you're at. And that, got, that all feeds back to a database system um, in, the, in the CCP. And, um, it all of a sudden you get these points and you're on a points-based system. So the more points you pick up like that, you're not a so-called good citizen. Then in return, what happens then is um, there's people over there, for example, that they can't, um, they can't get a train ticket online. They can't get a flight out of the country simply because they broke silly little uh, guideline rules, rules like that over in the country. So, and that's something that will be sweeping and is sweeping across um, the West. So people definitely need to be more aware of the, the China social credit score system is very um, definitely a very topical issue to pick out, but not everybody is fully aware of that either because you won't find a lot of that on your, on your mainstream TV or your, your radios are not going to announce that. So that's something definitely another topic to, to look at in that area to make people more aware. Even, even just outside London at the moment here, a place called Kent, some evening newspaper come out a week ago saying that they're introducing cameras already, that these cameras, the facial recognition ones, will be going a step further, as in they'll be able to show people on the street if they're socially distanced or not. It'll pick it up on the camera automatically. So how that's only new they're trying to roll out that. I mean, so this is the levels we're going to at the moment. Um, you know, in more yeah, even please, into 2021. Uh, please, please, uh, plan it. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, and I'm just thinking there because I'm seeing um, uh, masks now. They can make really good masks that you put over your head so you can look like an old man or anything. So perhaps we could get masks made of the politicians that are making all these stupid laws. I mean, they're just complying to the, the powers that be. But if we put on mm. these masks and then break all the rules, maybe they'll get all the, the you know, they won't be able to travel. They won't be able to do anything. Of course, of course, but it's it's like um like the old saying it's um um do as we say and not as we do um sort of a situation. But um speaking along the lines of the old the comedy sketch situation, I've seen you recently um getting down the the route of the comedy. You're doing with uh, the three twins. It's very good what you've done that the the comedy section you've done for a couple of minutes. It's very good to see online itself. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, like because sometimes when I do a speech, I'd put it up on the podcast, but this one wasn't. You you need you need to actually physically see it because I'm doing a few little things with it. But uh, yeah, it's getting good traction on the BitChute and the YouTube and YouTube's over a, a thousand and a couple of hundred on the BitChute as well. So yeah, I'm I'll make sure on this podcast I'll put the link for it. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, and the purpose was. Because, you know, we're obviously, both of us are on the same kind of mission to try to wake people up. But, you know, with all the kind of, a lot of people are getting down with the information because, you know, mm. sometimes some people, it's only the last six months that they they kind of realized how corrupt the whole system is and they're getting bombarded with all this negativity. So I just thought maybe I'd put a bit of humor into it and just to get the message out, but true humor. And I'm planning to do, you know, maybe once every three weeks, uh, a different speech on a different topic. And yeah, I got very good feedback to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah no, and the number numbers has proven itself. Like you're adding, you're getting a, you're getting a kind of serious topic out there, but doing it in, in a nice um, undertone of a comedy effect. That um, it's definitely attracting the audience in as well. And that humor is what we do need sometimes in this situation. Everything is so down and doom and gloom and negative. So it's nice to add a bit of humor to the whole situation. And it, like I said, it's gaining traction. 
So um, exactly. yeah, keep it up. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> Don't stop anytime soon. <laughs> no. And uh, I, I was actually uh, just watching uh, your video with uh, David Ike. So you've uh, you've interviewed him just the other day. But I, I believe you got another little red card again. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I interviewed David Ike there in the last twenty four hours, and um, I put it up on uh, YouTube last night, um, about eleven o'clock UK time last night, and. Uh, Within a couple of hours to the early hours, is about maybe 4.30 or so in the morning, got an email from uh, YouTube saying, uh, oh, sorry, Mind Wars, you know, your video has basically violated our terms and community guidelines and all that kind of nonsense, you know, because something probably I was talking about the WHO or David was talking about WHO, truthfully, of course, um, not in a in a bad way, just point out the facts and the truth, of course. But as we know, these people don't like the truth and the facts being pointed out to them. It's not ever about the truth and the facts, it's about total control. Um, and, that, and censorship of what it's about. So, yeah, that was nice to wake up to that this morning. Um, it lasted about over five hours online, so the interview we done with David. Um, but lucky enough that we have the, the likes of BitChute and it's still up on my eight podcasting platforms as well at the moment, so we can still get the message out that way, all right. But um, it just shows the powers that be that, you know, one person here they're afraid of um, what, what speech might actually come out of their mouth. I mean, there's no insight to the hatred. Um, there's no racism. There's no, you know, bad language in the whole conversation. There's two guys having a talk, a chat between, us and um for a little over an hour and um all of a sudden yeah apparently it violated them yeah so we, we did it last longer than your other video that was taken down from youtube <laughs> it didn't actually no no the other one was a couple of months back called the, the twins of evil and that funny enough included likes of bill gates uh who and ted ross adnam their beloved director general um how that guy is even allowed to run a bat i'll never even know but um yeah, I went into a bit of that, of course, a couple of months ago, and that lasted the grand total of about 48 hours. So they're getting quicker onto me at the moment. This one lasted a little over five hours. So, <laughs> so I'm back in, back in the ball box again for another while. <laughs> but hey, we'll keep fighting the good fight because it shows that, you know, <clears throat> no point in getting down and out over it. It shows you're, uh, you're, you're a torn their side and you're doing something right. It's the only way you can look at it. I mean, like, why would they care about two people having a conversation that mm. they have to block you? And yet you go onto YouTube and there's so much sick stuff, stupid stupidity mm. that's allowed there so the way i see it is if they're doing the fact check blocking stuff you put on facebook or you're taking your stuff down that's the stuff you mm. need to watch because it means that it's the truth and they want to hide it so it's mm. to me yeah basically we'll give the link in the description so that uh, they can actually watch uh, your interview with with, with david do do please for sure but i'm um, talking about me being in the in the ball corner a small bit and here you're um up to no good as well at your end doing some uh, community service do i hear <laughs> tell us about that <laughs> yeah. so uh, this this week uh, i got a uh, 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 the, the solicitor sent me a letter saying that uh, i have to do 30 hours community service a month for seven months as well as paying a court fee and paying another fine and what it was is myself and another guy we had a tenement building tenants weren't paying us and like we're just constantly losing money instead of making money. So the way that you'd normally work is you go through an ex-mission and the city then is supposed to find accommodation for them. So the city basically tells you, we don't have accommodation, so they're supposed to pay your rent, but they don't. And the whole, like this is, I've inside information, they do this constantly. So they have the best solicitors fighting you. So then you have to sue the city. So if you've got, say, 10 apartments or 20 apartments, you can't just sue as a block. You have to sue for each individual tenant and you have to pay the court fee and you have to pay the solicitor's fee. So we just done the process thinking everything would be good. This has gone back years and 
when, when I did it, then technical inspectors were coming. We were getting attacked from all, oh, you must do this, you must do this. The police that kind of control, you know, rubbish and stuff like that every day coming. I was just attacked from every single direction. And it was costing so much money because there's, there's no way around it. And there's times then when we were in the court and we would lose. They had the, the, the solicitors that they used were so good that even though we weren't getting any rent and we were supposed to get the money from the city, we would lose. And even if we won, trying to get the city to even pay. So that, that happened a few times. And then I had to go to the police because what happened is we weren't getting paid. So the water got turned off. So we didn't have the money to pay for the thing. So the water company turned off the water. But it, like the tenants, basically the ones that weren't paying, most of them left, but there was a few that, that stayed there. And they, they went to the police and it went to the prosecution. So I was calling a few times to the police and they were just like screaming. At me. They were horrible. You swear I had murdered a few people the way they were treating me. So there, there's me representing my, 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 my client, you know, and myself. And, they, you know, they're treating me like if I had committed a serious crime. And like they, I had been there one time on a, say, a Tuesday and on the Thursday, they went down to my ex-wife's uh, parents saying the police call into him saying that, did I know where I was, where I was, that they couldn't find me and terrified her mother. And like when I was in there, I was in with a solicitor uh, after that. I said to the detective, why that, like, why did you do that when I was there previously? So he said he would apologize. And about a year later, when I had to go back to him. I said, did you apologize? Did you do that? He said, I never said that. And my solicitor next to me said, you did. And he kind of changed his attitude. So I was called about a month ago, back in by the detectives, let's call them. And they're screaming at me again. And I was like, what is going on here? And they were giving me a document, making me sign, basically saying, I turned off the water. And I said, I didn't. And she says, it's going to go to court unless you sign this. And I said, I'm not signing it. I didn't turn off the water. So... The solicitor told me the court case is supposed to be in November, maybe the 20th or something like that. It's a grant, you know, I just do it. And apparently they had the court case without me in October. And he sent, and they even put the wrong name. They had like a different company because I put my correspondence to go to the solicitor because like the police just call looking for me as if I'm a criminal. So I said, I want all my correspondence to go to the solicitor. So they even sent the documentation that he wouldn't even collect it. It was just fluke that he collected, he said. And it was that I have to do 30 hours community service for seven months, pay fine. So now I have to get another solicitor to represent me to defend myself against this corruption. So Jesus, that sounds like an awful ordeal of a scam you've just been put through. I but mean, even like even talking to other people, they're all, they're all going through that. Like they, there's a lot of people that go through that. Like we were lucky. We didn't have a mortgage on these properties. But if you did, the way the city works is they attack you from every direction so that if you had a mortgage and you're not getting paid by the tenants and in, in theory, you should get paid by the city if they decide to keep people there. And if you can't pay, the banks don't say, oh, we understand. No, they don't. They come in and, mm. and before you know it, the bailiffs are there and they just take the property and it's, it's the city ends up owning it. So it's a complete, you know, corrupt. And I mean, I'm following stuff in Ireland and all around the world, the UK and America. Yeah. It's the whole systems are corrupt. And, you know, the problem is you've got, you've got people that just don't want to pay either. So they know the law. So they're basically working with the, with, with the, because 
the city doesn't want it to be their problem. It's your problem. So as the solicitor said the other day, I can stand outside the building with the 15 units or whatever it is, and I'm not allowed to stay there, even though the tenants don't pay because they've got more rights than me. <laughs> How that's, can you justify that? Of course, yeah. Absolute insanity. And you say that, that's going on worldwide. I mean, because it's not yeah. your, your first day out of the court case. You've been through many, many court oh, cases I've had, before. I've had over this, 100 yeah, court yeah. cases. And mm. in my book, I'm I'm talking about that. I mean, I have to update it now because this is new, mm. beautiful information to add to it. But every court case that I've been at, it's, it's just so, so corrupt. Like I had one situation that in Poland, uh, your age, they tend to, a lot of people, like my date of birth is in October. So I don't class myself my new age till October, which most mm. Irish English most people around the world do. But some people here, it's like once you hit January, then you're the next year. And I was in a court case and the judge asked what age you are. And I, it was obviously March or something like that. And I told them whatever I was at the time, say 42. And they, you know, when she saw the date, she started screaming at me, you're not, you're 43. And so the next court I was at, they asked me what age I was. And I says, I don't know, because I said the last time. <laughs> and she was, and then she agreed with me. So I have one judge that had said that I must do it as in when it comes to January that I'm the extra age. And the other judge saying that, no, it's from my date of birth. So that's, you're dealing with stupidity in courts. And to be honest with you, there's people losing their houses, committing suicide because of this corruption. And that's what both yourself and myself we're out there to expose fraud fight it and yeah. you know just because knowledge is power oh, i definitely agree yeah it's an uphill struggle but we're just going to keep fighting the good cause and keep uh marching forward regardless of all the censorship or court cases or whatever is thrown in our face because the ideal situation is they'd hope we just bow down with our little tail between our legs and go away and that's the end of it and they've got rid of another person that can get information out there but unfortunately they met uh two wires that are not going away anytime soon. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> Or like a dog yeah. with a bone, like we don't let it go. Exactly, exactly. It, it takes a week, a month, a year, or whatever it takes, we just keep following through. And and that's that's the way it's going to be. And you have to end these kind of times because it's, it's kind of a case of a tipping point is now or never. Um, there isn't a case we can wait till next year or wait till the year after because yeah. things are going to be so pushed ahead in the agenda that's going on at the moment. So I think it's, um, yeah, we just have to keep fighting forward. And I, I want to be able to look back myself in time. And you, I know you do as well, be it five years, 10 or 15 years time. And, you know, people say to you, what did you do back in 2020 when all this, you know, pandemic hoax is going on and that? Well, I sat at home and I was a good boy and I wore, wore a mask going to bed and I just sat in my iPad um, night in, night out. And I did as they taught me, like, and I thought it always end and we flattened the curve and we'll do this and we do that it was never going in so you give away your freedoms endlessly thinking you're you know when your freedom is taken away these people powers to be don't plan on giving them back to you the week after because you've so been a so good you know citizen or whatever the case is it doesn't doesn't work like that Absolutely. like we've all people, been told in the, mm. at the start we'll do three months three weeks of lockdown mm. and it'll be all grand so yeah. we're i don't know is it seven months now i, I last counted the stage yeah. and it's just getting worse and worse and if you think yeah. it's going to change or you're waiting for the new year that we're going to have trust us we're doing all the research we're surrounded yeah. by people that are doing the research this isn't conspiracy theory this is fact no. the thing is they're giving the information out there for some reason they actually tell you what they're doing there's documents <laughs> out there so all the stuff yeah. is there so like you need to wake up because yeah as we say knowledge is power 
exactly and i mean if people want to look at certain things that you know are far from a conspiracy theory like like you've rightly said i mean go look at the likes of klaus schwab um the guy the founder of uh, the world economic forum go onto their website look at all their stuff it's all documented pretty much the stuff that's there over the past couple of months they make no bones about it or telling you what's what's coming um you know about the fourth industrial revolution all that stuff they go into as well detail that's ahead be it the AI technology, the 5G they need, the smart grids, um, all that is, is there. That's just one area people can go check out as well and check in on a, on a daily basis and see what's actually planned ahead. And I suppose the worrying part is like, this is even like we, we go deep into other topics as well and we have to really find the actual, you know, strip back layers and layers to actually find information and we eventually find very good solid information. But the fact the World Economic Forum, which is a big driving force behind all this as well, what's going on at the moment, I'm a huge driving force actually, um, <clears throat> they're actually advertising this stuff on their own website. So I can imagine the stuff they're not advertising on the website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So all we can say to people is, is, you know, just um, please wake up as soon as possible, take your head out of the sand and just say no, just stop complying. Because if you're waiting for your governments or your beloved leaders to get us out of this thing anytime soon or thinking that they're on our side, you're sorely misled um thoroughly um and like we've always said is like stay away from the mainstream turn off the tvs turn off the radios do your own independent research is the best thing you can start doing and you will soon sooner rather than later start finding your own information to kind of go hey this does not add up at all and then you'll be able to make better decisions for yourself and your own family going forward knowing the actual truth and you've so rightly said right that um that you know truth is power information is is very truthful and and the whole concept around it so people just need to to go do it and um, open the mind and uh, start looking outside the box and doing a bit of critical thinking for themselves. Absolutely. Listen, Chris, as always, it's been fantastic. We'll get you yeah. back soon again. Have a hot tip because I, <laughs> I, I love these little uh, yeah, hot yeah. tips. Yeah. And uh, no worries yeah. for sure. I love Let's it. start the, the wake up challenge, you know, where people are actually waking up. They turn off their television and they have a little chat. They do a small bit of research and we'll spread the wake up challenge. Exactly, exactly. And obviously, if anybody wants to contact us, they can contact us. No problem at all. Yeah. And uh, I'll put uh, your links uh, on the description below so that you can see uh, the David Icke interview and uh, your YouTube channel. Well, since it's still alive <laughs> for how long, now, we don't now. know. <laughs> but the yeah, bit shoot, yeah. anyway, at least we're safe enough at the moment with the bit shoot. So, exactly, so. exactly. No worries. I appreciate that, right? All right. Thanks, Chris. So that's all for the Awakening Podcast. You'll find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. Until next week, take care. There's a time